Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What did you say? I said DeMarco <laughs> Farr, Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr in for Travis and Sliwa, ESPN Sex. Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear uh, via the Goodyear hotline. Be a part of the Travis and Sliwa Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the ones fan deserve. I said, His DeMarco. His voice is what? His voice is sex. What does that mean? means whatever What are you, you trying to say? It means that Travis Rogers, the mere... I've never, put, I've never put the two together. Well, ever. Then, well, I think that makes you, DeMarco, in the minority. Wow. Because the reaction that we've had across the Southland when I said that last week with Alan filling in for Travis, the people seem to agree. Travis's really? voice is sex. Southland? Yes, okay. the entire Southland, as far as these airwaves stretch, I'll DeMarco. I'll stay north for a while. Then. <laughs> I mean, just the dulcet tones of one Travis Rogers. Okay. It just, Conjure sex? Hey, you just ruined. His, he can't I love Travis, and I can't look at him now. I thought you were going to say I ruined sex for you. Well, no, but yeah, you're getting close. All right, the so last right. guy I want to see is Travis's face. That's, that's my dude, though. That's <laughs> one well, you need to clarify that. Well, it was your dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lot to get into today. Uh, the I want to talk a lot of Rams with you, Demarco, because you obviously have a lot of perspective and a really good seat for what's been happening this whole season. The Rams are winning, but are they rolling? Because there's a difference. Mm. There's a difference between winning games and rolling while you're on a four-game win streak. So I definitely want to get your perspective on that. We're going to talk about a whole lot of different movie stuff because it is Denzel Washington's 73rd birthday today. He's one of the icons of Hollywood. Happy Uh, birthday. Happy birthday to Denzel. Big-time sports fan, big-time Laker fan. He walked right at me in St. Louis. I was in the box getting ready for a game, and his son was down there playing. So I'm getting ready to call the game with his son, and in walks Denzel from, like, my left. And I look, and he's walking like Denzel walks in all the movies. And He's I got a great walk. Absolutely stunned. And it was great. He walks over, and he's like, are you DeMarco? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and he can tell, like, I'm freaking out. You're, like, out. looking around for another DeMarco. Right. Like, y- yes, I am. But he, like, kind of, like, lets me calm down, and then we get on with talking about his son. But I'm like, I'm... That's Denzel, and he's walking at me, and he just said my name. It's weird. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> his son who actually played briefly with the Rams. Good. I, you know, he was a really good running back. He really was. Um, uh, with all due respect, a good B-average running back. B-level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just on the roster bubble. Too bad, you know, he just didn't have enough burst to get there. Yeah. No, I mean, you're really, just to be at that level, you're really good. Really, really good. Uh, and he was in a backfield with Steven Jackson, so it kind of really... You know, the, the the top guy was better than everyone else, and it really showed when he wasn't in the game. Steven Jackson was incredible. Beast. He was a monster. Um, yes. Actually, you know, Denzel is a regular at Laker games. He's a, he's a big-time fan, big-time sports fan in general. But there was one time where he was hanging around in the press room during halftime. Like, you know, he went with, I, I want to say Brad Turner from the LA Times. I, I think he followed him in there. And he, was, he ended up sitting at a table 
that I happened to be at wow. during halftime. You know, Denzel sits down with his cup of popcorn, you know, yeah. like the rest of Are us. Are you trying to be cool? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm basically following the lead because I'm like, okay, what do I do with Denzel at this table? Like, you know, you don't want to come on too strong right. in terms of whatever conversation you initiate. But at the same time, it's Denzel freaking Washington. Like, right. this is one of the great actors of our or any generation. He's one of the great movie stars. Right. He exudes cool. I mean, like, he's no still in his 70s. That dude is cool as hell. Yeah. And he ended up sparking a conversation asking us our thoughts on the Lakers, our thoughts on the NBA, and just the idea of talking NBA basketball with Denzel Washington. I'm not I'm not going to lie and try to be too cool to pretend like that wasn't awesome. Right, right, that right. That was great. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I know. I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, you. You have to kind of back it down, and then you're just talking to a guy. That right. guy just happens to be... <laughs> Denzel Washington, yeah, right? You're, it's... You're, you're just talking to a guy, except you're not really. Yeah, just talking right. To a guy. <laughs> but uh, before we even get into all the Rams, we got to get into the Lakers and specifically Russell Westbrook. Lakers taking on the Rockets today in Houston, five o'clock tip. Uh, pre-game coverage beginning right here at three thirty, and this is a game the Lakers really need to win on a few levels. Demarco, they need to win it because they're on a five-game losing streak, and Man. they got to get the season back on track they need to win this because the Rockets are terrible you ever get the feeling like you're just whistling Dixie with the Lakers and trying to save the season you know what I mean yes you do see that face okay you know what I mean I mean it's just (laughs) wow this is not working out the way I thought it would work out with this group (laughs) or this show (laughs) Travis Travis voices but no I mean it's just uh just wow 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 wow. it's 2021 we don't do that I never thought you'd be like you know having to beat a bad Houston Rockets team to save the year I never thought that well maybe I'm stupid maybe I maybe I'm stupid for thinking this would actually work well okay it is not working at the moment okay and there are still very legitimate unanswered questions about how well this thing can work right to be fair and I think accurate to the Lakers they have not been in a legitimate position to really make it work to the best degree that it can even if you think that bringing in Russell Westbrook revamping the team this radically was a mistake from Jump Street. Uh, well, not Jump Street, but that's where I'm at now. Sure. But okay. not Jump Street. Yeah. Well, there are people who thought it from Jump Street. There are people who think it right now, like you. You know, there are, there are a lot of opinions with that. But either way, the Lakers have legitimately not had that opportunity to really make it work the way they wanted to make it work because they've had LeBron injured, suspended before. They've had Anthony Davis injured, currently is right now. They've had guys in and out of the COVID protocols. Kendrick Nunn has yet to play this game ever since training camp began with Trevor Ariza having surgery. Like, basically, training camp opened with the announcement of Trevor Ariza, who was supposed to be an important part of the rotation. He was going to be out with ankle surgery. Like, that was the tone set for this season, and they have yet to recover from that. That sounds like a rom-com, doesn't it? You know? (laughs) A bad one. Yeah, I mean, perfectly paired couple, but... She moves off, and then he goes to to the army, and you know, Cold Mountain. I think, right? They finally get together, and he's gone. You know, the movie wasn't funny, man. Not at all. But at the end, <laughs> not you know intentionally. What I mean? The guy walked back across the United States to get back to her, and he dies. Okay, so what? Yeah. Okay, do you still believe in the idea? Before we get to Russell Westbrook, because obviously Russell Westbrook is in the middle of this conversation, whether you're talking recently in the way he played against Brooklyn or broadly, because Russell Westbrook was 
the guy that changed everything in right. terms of the offseason deal. You made this comparison to a rom-com. Uh-huh. Do you still believe in the idea that the Lakers can have their meat cute? The you know, meat cute? The meat cute. That's the expression when, you know, the the guy and the girl who eventually end up together, they meet. You know, they, oh. they meet unexpectedly. It's called a meat cute because it's adorable. I think they met and like it's just not working, you know, and now it's just being pulled apart. So it turns into a tragedy. It's well, not gonna work. Okay, so you don't you don't no. expect it at some point, uh, you know, Ren- There is no happy ending Ren- to Renee this. Renee Zellweger and yeah. Chris O'Donnell. You don't expect because they've no, been in romantic comedies. This is not before. Officer and a Gentleman where he walks her out of the the, the plant and they go. Oh. Hap- no, it's not that. There's it's, no kiss at the end. No, this is a mess. This is not going to work. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's what I mean. When you tell me when I walk in here and what's today's date? The 28th. 28th. That December 28th. That you are hoping you're hoping that the Lakers can beat the Rockets. This is not working. This is <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Right. That is indeed a sign that things yeah. are not going well and right i now. think i realized this about russell westbrook i am a fan when he plays for someone else i'm not a fan when he plays for the team i love you know what i mean because that makes me not like him that that much you know what i mean the you whole know- show the the on the court i love him even off the court when he gives these funny interviews and these terse answers i love that when he's not playing for the team i like it's funny you say that um and we've got one of those terse responses coming up I remember when Brian and I, uh, my brother Brian and I co-host a podcast, Locked on Lakers, Monday through Friday, fresh Lakers content. You should be subscribing to it. You should be wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe to our YouTube channel. First of many plugs for this show, DeMarco. But when they made this trade, I remember Brian's reaction was, unsure it was going to work for all the reasons anybody would be unsure, but excited at the prospect of being able to watch Russell Westbrook game in and game out because he's like, I I love Russ. I love the way he plays. My reaction was, no, you don't want this. If you love Russ, you want to keep Russ as much of a concept as a reality. Very because true. if you see him game in, game out, you're going to see all of the brilliance because there's times when Russell Westbrook is brilliant, but you're going to see the flaws and the habits and the stubbornness that ultimately drives the fan bases of every team Westbrook has ever played for insane. You're going to no see doubt. this up close. And it's like that, by the way, yeah. with any great player that you watch on a regular basis. You know, I covered for Kobe. For the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I covered Kobe for 10 years. Yeah. Kobe is, without question, one of the greatest to ever do this. And his brilliance, by and large, you know, for not, the ratio was 90 to 10 in terms of brilliance and not helping br- the team. Not brilliant. But right. the 10% that you got to see on a regular game in, game out basis would drive you insane. I, not more so than this guy. No, because I, agree I, with I you. realized I fell in love with him on SportsCenter because it's <laughs> yeah. only his best stuff. Well, that's my point. You know what I mean? Or when he plays your team and when he does the, 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 the 10% that we talked about, you think it's your team that's forcing him to do this. But when you see it week in and day in and day out, you realize, oh my God, this is this is a roller coaster I don't want to be on. Okay, speaking of this, Russell Westbrook during yesterday's practice, there were, there were a lot of questions that he was asked that basically get to the idea of, you know that expression, let Russ be Russ? The idea I of thought ju- that was the guy in Seattle. <laughs> well, the, Which he, Russ are we talking about? We're, we're talking about Russell Westbrook. Okay, yeah, let we're Russ ta- be Russ. Okay. We're talking about the Brody. Okay, got it, yeah. And the idea just that you let Russell Westbrook be himself. Like, Russell Westbrook is a very unique player who plays 100 miles an hour at all times, and ultimately, you got to let that dude be who he is. 
And there have been times where you've heard Frank Vogel say, we got to let Russ be who he is. You've heard LeBron say, got to let Russ be who he is. We're not asking him to change. At the same time, though, there have been times where they've talked about, you know, ball-finding energy, the open man is the most dangerous man, everybody needs to adjust. And Russ was asked about this, and he seemed, we'll have sound of this, he seemed to, I think, imply that he's gotten mixed messages Ooh. and that he's over the mixed messages and he's going to be his guy. But he also, he's going to be himself, but he also talked about the expectations on him and what fans he thinks are looking for from him and why they're unrealistic. The conversation's been heavily on how I'm playing and what I'm doing, but I think people are expecting me to, to have 25, 15, and 15, which that is not normal. You know, we need to, everybody has to understand, like, that's not like a normal thing that people do consistently. <laughs> I know I've done it for the past five years or so, or whatever that may be, but it's not like a normal thing. So <clears throat> when people are saying, Russ, be Russ, I don't really think no, nobody understands what that means. I think people just say it and just be like, let's Russ be Russ, but nobody actually knows what that means. But myself, he doesn't know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh, so do you? Wow, that's interesting because he's saying like ultimately nobody knows what Russ being Russ means more than me, Russell yeah. Westbrook. Therefore, let me be the arbiter, the evaluator of the best way for me to be me, as opposed to coaching staff, as wow. opposed to teammates, as opposed to. Certainly fans and people like you and me yapping on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I'm ultimately the best and judge. watching at home. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like that Michael Vick soundbite from years ago when they compared him and he said, you know, forget comparing me to Brady. I'm the best at what I do. And, okay, I get it, but, you know, I don't know what that is and how it translates to winning. But, yeah, I, have the Lakers ever been here with a, in a situation like this where you, you have a superstar player trying to explain to the world what his game is? I, I can't remember. Okay. Let's stay on this. Yeah. Let's stay on this coming up. I, I want to get your reaction as somebody who's been in a locker room at the highest level. If you hear a teammate talk about himself that way and knowing, you know, the type of player that he is, you know, a very uh, unsubtle, very difficult to blend type of player on his best day. What and your that's awkward, by the way. Yeah. yeah. What is your reaction to that? Talk about that next. Uh, Travis and Sliwa, Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Not sure. I don't I like know this that. song. I like that. Travis and Sliwa, Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Far in for the guys. Right off the bat, uh, DeMarco, I got to make a uh, correction um, appreciate Dennis Boyd hitting us up on Twitter. Denzel is actually 67. Nice. He is not 73. Uh, I was just reading what was on the rundown. I don't mean to throw anybody under the bus, but I thought okay. I saw 73. Uh, either way, though, either way, and by the way, I might have misread it, apologizing even though I'm throwing people under the bus. 73 did feel old. A little bit. For Denzel. So, Mr. Washington, please call off Luca Brazzi. We were wrong. <laughs> call yeah. him back. Yes. Well, he's still, I mean, you pointed this out. He still looks like he could throw some hands. He can throw them hands. You can tell. He's got that look. You know, I don't know how he'd do after about five minutes because he's, you know, 
upper 60s, but, you know, if you well, if upper you look si- at him the wrong way, he can dot the Upper eye. 60s is the new action hero. You know, is you, it really? Oh, yeah. Well, who's an upper 60s action hero? Liam Neeson. Is that upper 60s? I thought that was like mid-50s. Liam Neeson has to be older than it. I, I know that. I got See, this. See, you're making you're aging people today. I know I got this wrong. Liam Neeson has to be in his sixties. I mean, he Liam Neeson was doing movies when He's I was sixty nine. He's sixty nine. Okay, yeah. upper sixties. And Nicholas Cage is upper fifties. Also on the rundown, it does say sixty seven. So come on, where Andy. did I get seventy three? I have no idea. Where did I get seventy <laughs> three? It's just buried in no Andy's mind that it's wow. there. Okay, well, well, wait a minute. When did Taken come out? Ten years ago. Taken came out at least ten years. So ago. he was fifty-seven when, did all when the he Takens did it. Came See, out. that's what I mean. Two thousand eight. Yeah, that's that's upper fifties. Right. This I wouldn't buy it now at sixty-seven. Liam Neeson doing the same movie would be silly. Well, he's still doing action movies. Liam Neeson still has action movies that come out regularly. I saw the one on Netflix where he's the ice road trucker. Well, that's not really action. That's just him driving the truck over ice. I mean, Harrison Ford's still out there doing action movies. He's going to have like a new Indiana Jones coming yes. out soon, right? Uh, well, let's wait and see how much action he actually does. <laughs> how much, you know? how much running on. is involved? Absolutely, yeah. Well, either way, though, again, my apologies <laughs> yeah. to Denzel Washington. I don't want to age him uh, seven years or six years, whatever it is, on his birthday. So National treasure. Yes, apolo- sir. Apologies to that. So we were talking, though about Russell Westbrook. Uh, Time for a little straight talk about Russell Westbrook. Time for straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And I wanted to get your reaction to Russell Westbrook talking about, I'll play the sound again, the idea of letting Russ be Russ and what that actually means and ultimately who should define what let Russ be Russ means in the first place. The conversation's been heavily on how I'm playing and what I'm doing, but... I think people are expecting me to, to have 25, 15, and 15, which that is not normal. You know, we need to, everybody has to understand, like, that's not like a normal thing that people do consistently. <laughs> I know I've done it for the past five years or so, whatever that may be, but it's not like a normal thing. So <clears throat> when people are saying Russ be Russ, I don't really think no, nobody understands what that means. I think people just say it and just be like, let's Russ be Russ, but nobody actually knows what that means, but myself. Wait, okay. does he know? <laughs> Are oh, we, I think he knows. He knows what it means. Oh, I think Russell Westbrook has a very, very strong definition in his mind of what less, let Russ be Russ Okay, means. then audition for me. Be Russell Westbrook and tell me what that means. You play your ass off. You play incredibly hard, 100 miles an hour at all times. You, you know, he looks for the open man. To be fair, Russell Westbrook moves the ball. He, he as much as he dominates it, he also dominates it to eventually move it a lot. He gets a lot of assists. He does look for guys. He's going to play his way. He is going to be relentless. He's going to keep attacking. If the shot is there that he thinks he should take, regardless of what the stats or the analytics or past performance, any of that says, if Russ thinks it's there for him, he's going to do it, and he does not give a bleep what anybody thinks. What's the zenith of his being Russell Westbrook? Like, When was he allowed to be just Russell? I think Russell Westbrook, truly the idea of let Russ be Russ, and I remember this started becoming like a hashtag type thing, Yeah, was the season where he won MVP with the Thunder. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Is and that with Harden and Durant? No, they're gone they're by then. They're gone by This now. was the first, I believe this was the first year. Oh, this was after year. when he brought Durant back for the, okay, go ahead. This yeah, was, yeah. I believe, the first year that he was without, you know, Harden had been moved a couple years before that, but then Durant went to okay, Golden so, State. Okay, so MVP. Yes, Great Russell Westbrook. Yes. How'd the Thunder finish? 
Uh, they were a playoff team. They were probably like a, I think around a five or six seed, which so, was pr- pretty impressive. So when he's at his it. best, you're no better than a five or six seed. Uh, well, obviously, possibly. your way doesn't bring championships. It brings accolades and trophies to you. So that's what I mean. I don't think this is going to work. You you can't change a guy. You can't change him. See, that that's what I think is interesting about all this, because I do think Russell Westbrook cares about winning. Like, I think he is conscious of his stats, because, you know, when he said there, like, people are expecting me to get 25, 15, and 15 – and, and I know I've done it. Right. <laughs> right. And they know I've done it, and they think it's easier than it is. And, it's like, I don't think that's actually why people are upset with Russell Westbrook. Like, they were promised more stats, and they're not getting them. I don't think – I have not heard from any Laker fan upset that, you know what, I was promised triple doubles, damn it, and I'm not getting them. No, I'm, I, I wouldn't say that. I have not heard anybody say I that. I thought he would be a little bit better at elevating others. Right. Maybe I think – maybe it's impossible. I, well, I know it's impossible. I've seen it. I, I've seen it now. It's not going to work. You're not going to be able to change him and and him be the same guy or most effective. But He's like, got to be like this for him to be effective. The idea of how much Russell Westbrook would adjust, could adjust, should adjust. Like, you know, how much he'd be willing to, how much he's capable of doing it, what the Lakers would ask for from him in adjusting. That was an overarching question from the moment that they traded for him. because. Correct. Even if you love Russell Westbrook's game, he and is, I do. He's not an easy guy to blend at all. Wow. He's not. Wow. Well, I mean, look, you took a shot. It's not going to work. I mean, I, I get it. Um, so you're already convinced this cannot work. Wh- why would I? W- give me some evidence to the contrary. Really? I mean, I, I get it. And like, there's a lot of things that, that have gone and that have helped you be be where you are with the Lakers. And some of it is beyond his control. So maybe if you had LeBron, he wasn't suspended, AD was healthy, maybe they could blend together in a team. But that's not how the NBA goes. That's not how this works at all. So here you are with with a – how do you guys usually talk about him? Is it mercurial? Mercurial's a good word, actually. Talent, and we've seen these guys before, and it's he's been that way since he came into the NBA, and you're expecting the laundry, the Lakers jersey, to change him. Well – I, I put too much on the Lakers jersey. Right. That, that, that didn't change him at all. He's the same guy. But but what's interesting about that, though, is the idea of, okay, how much did you actually expect him or want him to change? Forget, like, what he's willing to do. Forget what he's capable of doing. Like, how much did you actually expect him to change? Because there's a certain point where it's like, well, if you expected him to change to this point, like, you know, 20-degree increments, 50-degree increments, you start getting to, like, 60, 70-degree wow. increments, what'd you trade for him? Like, why would you actually do it? Like, at some point, if you're asking him to change that much, you should have traded for a different guy. Well, can I uh, – Durant. Durant in Oklahoma City was a different Durant than the guy that was in Golden State, wouldn't you say? A little bit different? Kind of tailored his game to where he was at? He was different. Kevin Durant, though, is also quite possibly the easiest guy to blend in the entire league. Like, Fair. Kevin Durant can play with anybody the way he plays. Fair. I mean, that's that's also something you have to factor in when he's when Russell Westbrook is here. Like, you really thought that was going to change. But I'm trying to think. I mean, Russell Westbrook considers himself a superstar. Have I ever asked any other superstar to change their game when they switch teams? Probably not. But maybe I think you have to in this environment. When you're playing with LeBron James and you're playing for the Lakers, you, you have to at least tailor your game to – I know, change a little bit, but if you change his game some, you might lose his brilliance. And I think that's the heaven and hell of Russell Westbrook. 
Uh, straight talk, that was straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. All right, 877-710-ESPN. We want to hear from you in terms of what you thought of Russell Westbrook about halfway now through this season. They, it, lo- they were a six seed and lost in the first round? Emily just sent me this. Yeah, that was Russ's MVP season. Yeah, his MVP. Lost. So the best he can possibly be, best in the league, and he was out in the first round. Well, to be that fair. That says a lot. To be fair, though, in 2006, the year Kobe, I think, should have won MVP. He won a couple years later in 2008. But 2006, the year that he averaged 35 points per game. It was the first year that Phil Jackson came back, the Smush Kwame years. Oh, God. Well, come they, on. Well, but they were a sixth seed, went out in the first round. Kobe should have won MVP that year. But he didn't. It, Russell Westbrook was the MVP, took home well, the trophy, well, the, and the point he was being, out in the first round. Sure, but the yeah. point being, though, you actually can play at an MVP level, a legit MVP level, while being, you know, basically you pushed your team as far as it can go. Like, that is basically your brilliance was demonstrated by making them okay. a playoff team at six. Give me LeBron's MVP year. What do you think happens at the you're, end of the year? You're going to have to be more specific. He's got four of them. Uh, that's what, give me give me Michael Jordan's MVP season. Sure. Where do they finish well, up? LeBron and MJ are better than Russell it just, Westbrook. It just happens. Uh, I, for some reason, I, I think Derrick Rose. Remember that? Yeah, 2011. Yeah, it's, it's great for him, but not anyone else. Yeah. 877-710-ESPN. Let us hear from you in terms of what you've seen from Russell Westbrook about halfway through the season – was this what you expected? Are there things that you wanted to see from him, thought you'd see from him, and you're not seeing from him? So we'll hear from you next, 877-710-ESPN. Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr, in for the guys, 710-ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Travis and Sliwa, Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr in for the guys. ESPN Radio brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, uh, 877-710-ESPN. If you want to weigh in on the question I'd asked before, what did you expect from Russell Westbrook when the Lakers traded for him? Now about halfway through the season, are you getting the Russell Westbrook that you expected? Is that a good or bad thing? Also, a reminder, it is Denzel Washington's 67th birthday today. Yes, sir. And putting out this question also that people can weigh in with other sports stuff, uh, you guys all put a pin in your answer for now. We'll get back to everybody. But if you could only watch one Denzel Washington movie for the rest of your life, you get to pick one. One of all the great Denzel movies. Wow. Because there's a lot of them. A lot of incredible performances. Yeah. One of the best actors of recent Hollywood history. You can only choose or one. Er- or ever. Yeah. 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 Which one are you choosing? Don't I, you say know, now. You know, that's hard because I haven't seen Macbeth yet. 
That looks good. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen that one yet. That and, looks. And it looks so powerful and intense. And Denzel's doing Macbeth. That's a whole yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yes. so in. That's Denzel, yes. Francis McDormand, Joel yes. Cohen. That's a yes. Shakespeare. There's, no, there's not a no in that whole thing. It looks yeah. amazing. I also saw an interview with Denzel Washington where he said that he's looking to work with directors like Paul Thomas Anderson. Wow. Guillermo, uh, Guillermo del Toro. He's getting ready to retire. Steve McQueen. Like he's yeah. re- He really is looking to start hitting, uh, working with some of the heavy hitters. Hitters. He's about to do a Gene Hackman. He's going to run. He's going to roll it up and start painting. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you could choose Crimson Tide with Denzel and Gene Hackman because that's that, a great movie. That okay? So that was a question. So he doesn't have to be the star of the movie. Okay, he, good. Good. If, kind if of you, foreshadowing my answer, but good. If you want to choose like Much Ado About Nothing, the Shakespeare he did in the mid nineties, was a supporting one. role. Wasn't Keanu in that one? Yeah, Keanu's in it. Kenneth Branagh. I can Emma skip Thompson. that one. I'll skip well, that one. I'm just saying yeah, yeah. it is okay. eligible. If I that, like it. If that is your choice, you got a lot of choices. You can take that one. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Tony in Santa Clarita. What's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Great. Merry Christmas. Thank you. You as well. Um. You know, I'm frustrated with this because. It's amazing how a fan who is n- nothing but a fan like myself can scream and holler and yell when this trade was made. But guys in the NBA who it's their job to do this kind of stuff can't see what a normal fan like myself was able to see. When they were going to when there was rumors that the Lakers were going to get Buddy Heel, I was absolutely elated with that. And when it switched and they did this Westbrook trade, I was screaming. I could not believe they were doing this. This is exactly who he is. He is doing exactly what I thought he would do, which is demand the ball, turn it over like crazy, and can't shoot. Who wants a point guard that in the fourth quarter, when it looks like he's going to take a shot, you scream at the TV, no. (laughs) Not me. Right there with you. He cannot shoot, and he turns the ball over like a madman. No one can fill up a stat sheet like him. I'll (laughs) give it to him. But a lot of times it's empty calories. It's just empty calories. You know what you need? You need a podcast. Yeah, that's what you and need. I appreciate that's the call stuff. there, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, awesome. <laughs> I will push back in some ways against the idea of this being empty calories for Russell Westbrook, just in the sense that what he, those stats often do matter, and it is extremely difficult to do. Like, oh, no doubt. Like, but I, he's I've right. Heard, How many times have you shouted at the screen or in person yeah. because of a decision he made? Right. That's true. He's no, right. It, it, look, that is absolutely true. R- Russell Westbrook can be a maddening player to watch. And, and look, a lot of really great players can be that way. Like yeah. Kobe, what often made Kobe brilliant was the same thing that could make him incredibly frustrating to watch. Like there is a, there is a level of genius and self-confidence and belief and approach that Kobe had that at his best made him like damn near untouchable on the court, yeah. made him one of the greatest of all time. There's a reason why he is very yeah. legitimately, arguably, the greatest Laker ever. I think, But Russell, some of those same yeah. traits could be destructive on the He's court. He's one ingredient away from being one of the greatest. Whatever Kobe had, whatever LeBron has, whatever Jordan has – Westbrook has all the ability. He's just missing that one thing to bring it all together. 
And I, I don't know what it is. I'm not. I'm, I don't coach basketball. You, you're a baseball guy, kind of, right? A little bit. Remember Adam Dunn? Yeah. Big Adam Dunn. He was either yeah. a home run or he struck out. Yeah. That's how I feel about Russell Westbrook. It's either going to be something great or something horrible. And that's 50-50 basketball. That's not how it's supposed to go. Well, I mean, it's also, I think what gets frustrating with Russell Westbrook, too, and we're going to end up talking about this a lot over the course of the show, but on balance, I think at least, he's actually been good this year. Like, he has been more good. His numbers than, are great. Well, but but yeah. also, too, I mean, there have been times where I think he has taken over quarters or halves of the game to really good effect. I think there have been times where, as much as the Lakers have been underachieving, the wins that they've had, Russell Westbrook has actually contributed towards them. Can we get personal? I sure. think you like Russell Westbrook. To some degree, yeah. Because I'm looking at their record, and the Lakers' record, how would you describe their record? Uh, disappointing. Uh, so good numbers don't matter when you well, have a bad record. Sure, I agree. I mean, look, full so disclosure. So that's, em- that's empty calories. Well, full disclosure, yeah. I would not have made the trade for Russell Westbrook in the first place. Yeah. But you once they made the trade – in order to evaluate the way he's playing, you got to look. You got to look at how what he's actually doing, and how he's actually performing on the court. In addition to just the idea of was this a good idea? Should they have brought him in? What did they expect for this to happen? You know, in a lot of ways, Russell Westbrook is being Russell Westbrook, and he's doing the exact same things that anybody would. Well, expect Well, he's here. Him to you be can't doing. undo that. You can't unring the bell. So I, I guess you're pointing your finger at Vogel, because you got a guy that's filling up numbers. But you're not winning, so no. it's got to be somebody. I'm if po- not him, it's got to be. I am pointing my finger, not necessarily in the direction of Vogel. We will get into later on in the show exactly where I would point the finger. But coming up next, hey, did you see? That's coming up next. Travis and Slee with 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, it is time for Hey, Did You See? Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr in for Travis and Sliwa. Taylor, take it away. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, did you see that Elon Musk won Time Magazine's Person of the Year for 2021? Andy and DeMarco, who would be your choice for this year's Person of the Year? Well, first, I think Musk qualifies, right? I guess. I mean, he is somebody that is in the news all the time, talked about all the time. Um, he is certainly trying to encourage all of us to move to a different uh, planet. It's a little weird. Moon. What's the Mars. name? Of, what's his son's name? I have no idea. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know he had hard to pronounce. How, what is it again? It's, hard it's to a pronounce. bunch of letters. Yeah. Like, I can't remember what, actually it, what it means. But does it make a sound or is it just do we call him letters or dweezel or something? Diesel, that's Frank Zappa's oh, kid. Oh, Moon Unit or something. <laughs> also Frank Zappa's kid. Yes, uh, I think that's cool. Um, let's see. Uh, who would be my? Who would be yours? Your person of the year. And it is person, right? Person of the yeah. year. Person of the year. I mean, typically this stuff usually goes to the president. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh, I know who I'd pick now. I, I think you could make a strong call whether you like the president or not, any president, yeah. that at least in America that person is your person of the year. So I guess this year it would be Joe Biden, last year Donald Trump. Okay, I got one, kind of in that same vein, because his name came up everywhere. 
and he's completely unqualified, but it still came up. I'd go with Joe Rogan. The The guy has been – he's been giving advice to celebrities that, that are being accepted over scientists. Dr. Rogan? Yes, yes. that's what I'm saying. I'd go Ivermectin? with Joe Rogan, yes. The, the, the rise of Joe Rogan. You know what? I, he is a person of the year. Yes. He is one of them. <laughs> you know what? Actually <laughs> – when you just think about it at its most literal, just who has been the person who has affected the year the most, I don't necessarily like Joe Rogan as the response. It's not a terrible response. Yeah, no scarily. doubt. Uh, I'm with you. Um, the only reason I don't like jump on Joe Rogan is because the guy can really fight. I wish I could fight. I think I would try to fight him. No, he is an MMA dude. He's pretty well trained. Yeah, he's a who would be the sports person of the year to you? Do you think Aaron Rodgers might fall into that? Another uh, subscriber to the Dr. Rogan? Well, t- to my weird child side, I would say CM Punk. You know, I never thought he'd come back to wrestling, <laughs> but here he is. And he's great. He is. He's kind of saving the business. Um, um, sports figure. Uh, wow, that's a good feels one. Feels like Tom Brady. Feels like Tom Brady's always just that dude in the mix for all this wow. stuff. He did win at the beginning of the year. He won at the beginning of the year. Yeah. He's, st- you know, the Buccaneers aren't favorites, but they're still in that mix. We spent a lot of time this year talking about what the guy is doing at this particular age. I don't necessarily have to like it, but Brady feels like a call. Yeah, American sports, probably Brady. Worldwide, I might put pick Ronaldo. You know, that, that guy's always in the news, and it's been controversial. But and yeah. Messi. And Messi moved, and and Messi. moved uh, to uh, yeah. PSG. All right, what else you got, Taylor? I'm giving it to Westbrook, I think. <laughs> Local, yeah. locally he is he the man of the year everyone in business okay next the hashtag what's not on my resolution list is trending on twitter currently and with the new year around the corner i have to ask are you one to make a new year's resolution and if so what's not on your resolution list <sighs> anything that would really help me <laughs> in all honesty, I mean, all all the stuff that would really help you the most is typically the hardest stuff to do that takes the most like continual effort and self-examination and all that you know as the year goes along you start thinking that's for the birds man no doubt yeah i i do resolutions every year i kind of you know hang with it for about six months and you know then life kicks in but i i tell you what i'm not going to give up i'm not going to give up eating ice cream at night right before bed i don't care what they say there's a perfect sweet zone like a perfect sweet spot of eating late at night Mm -hmm. where it feels great until you have that one spoonful, one handful, one bite, whatever, where all of a sudden you feel sick. And you can't sleep. Yeah. yeah but like, And there's no turning it back. You can't put that genie back in the bottle. No doubt. But I watched The Matrix, the new one, at How is 3 it? in the morning when everyone's asleep with like cookies and cream ice cream. <laughs> and I couldn't have been happier. I will never give this up. This is what I work so hard for right here. This movie moment. good? It's great. I love it. If you love The Matrix, you'll love this one. Yeah. All right. Taylor. Next up, it's National Call a Friend Day. Andy and DeMarco, are you a caller or a texter? Texter. Texter? Texter. Okay. Is that okay contains some judgment, DeMarco? I felt a little bit of we're judgment We're friends, there. right? Yes, we are well, friends. Well, I want to hear your voice. I don't want to read. Do you avoid calls? I'm kind of a show up at your house hmm. unannouncer. So that means people sometimes avoid you. Yes. <laughs> you also have to be really good to know everybody's address, too. You don't just know, like, regular friends' addresses, too. You just show up. Well, you said friends, right? My friends. I will just show up at your house. You know? What's up? You know? Yeah. No text, no middleman, no nothing. I don't want to go through Verizon or whoever. I want to see you. Boy, you want to talk about one of these zillion things that the pandemic hurt? They just popping in on people. 
True. Like that is way more difficult to do now. It could seem much more self-absorbed now to just show up at somebody's house when they don't know your uh, vaccination status, your health status, all that stuff. Just pop in someone's house and go immediately inside. Well, no, don't do that. But okay. I got pretty good aim. I just throw rocks at your window. Okay. All I want to say, what's up, man? You know, I'm going to see your face. Wave at me. All Open right. the window. Talk to me for a hot minute, and then let's go. All right, we got time for one more, Taylor. Last one here. Hey, did you see the recent viral poll that asked which profession is the most overpaid? Mega church preachers, college football coaches, and real estate agents were on the top of the list. I kind of want to flip the question and ask you which profession you believe is the most underpaid. It's teachers. Teacher. It's got to be teachers. 100%. I mean. Yeah. I, I can't wait for school to be back in session. Please take my six-year-old. <laughs> I, I need to give you a bigger present no, for I, a first-grade teacher. Yes. I'm really lucky this year. Uh, give a shout-out to Ms. Brown, my daughter's fifth-grade teacher. Mm-hmm. She's been amazing. And given what my daughter has gone through the last year and a half with the pandemic and you know distance learning and hybrid learning and being in and out of physical school, it's been really, really hard. And this is the first year that they've been inside the building full time. So like this is pretty pivotal in terms yeah. of their education moving forward because of all the all the stuff leading up to it that I think we can all agree was not good for kids. No, hard. My daughter has yeah. an amazing teacher this year and yeah. I'm incredibly fortunate for that. College football coaches are overpaid? I mean, for what the programs are bringing in, I think it's commensurate. I wish head coaches in college could actually pay the players. Right. You decide how much you pay your guys. Yeah, you know, I mean... Take some of your money, the money you're getting, and you pay your players, and that should be legal. With with college football coaches, I mean, like, whatever you're getting paid is whatever somebody is willing to pay you. Correct. So in that sense, you're not overpaid. The problem is these players were underpaid slash not paid slash paid but only under the table, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, those were the guys that actually were undercompensated for what they did some of these coaches may be overrated but if you if you can get you know this seven eight figure check that you don't deserve but someone will give it to you more power to you there's got to be a way and i'm sure there is look at nick saban and all the top coaches where you can take care of your players air quotes take care of your guys and not break a rule it is possible you just have to be creative well i mean i'm glad that they are starting to move in directions where these guys these players can start actually making money off their own name, making money off their own talent, because among all the reasons, including they deserve it, you can stop You can stop with all this red tape and stop with all these predicaments that programs and players and coaches end up getting into just because ultimately you're trying to hook up guys. Wow. You're, tr- you're trying that to actually like just help them out. like every argument I heard for legalizing drugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're you know not, what? I mean... <laughs> It's a different discussion, maybe ah, for a different it. show, but <laughs> depending on specifically the drug you're talking about, you can make a strong argument about what was worth well. monitoring and what was really not worth monitoring. No and you know, th- I'll just say this, and we'll leave it. We'll leave it here. There are there are lawmakers who spent a lot of time making sure people were locked up inside over marijuana charges who are now in the marijuana oh, industry no doubt. No because doubt. it was arbitrarily declared legal. No doubt. I'm Again, right there with you. We yeah. will leave it at that. Uh, coming up, we're going to shift gears, talk about a more positive team right now. The Rams, they have won four games in a row, but I want to get DeMarco's opinion on whether or not they are winning or whether they're actually rolling right now. And either way, what has changed? Andy Kamenetsky, DeMarco Farr, Travis and Sliwa, 710 ESPN.